the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. On Ash Wednesday, the Lord offers through His church how we are to set our minds and our hearts throughout the season of Lent. Remember, we have the ashes placed upon our forehead. The ashes symbolizing our mortality on our forehead, meaning what we are to do throughout Lent so that we carry this throughout the rest of our lives is that we are always to be mindful of our mortality. That either Christ could return at any moment or the last breath for us could happen at any moment. And that is a blessed mortality for it drives us to that great union with God. To live and dwell in Him that we receive all things for our salvation at all times. Well, if Ash Wednesday set that for us, then the first Sunday of Lent, where we are at this point, sets the framework for us to walk through Lent. For it is all about the 40 days of fasting. Which is why you hear the Gospel read today. Of our Lord Jesus Christ fasting for 40 days and 40 nights and then being tempted by Satan. But to understand how this is a framework for us in Lent, we take one step back from that narrative. What had just happened to Christ? What had He just done for us just prior to His going into the wilderness? He was baptized. Our Lord Jesus Christ went into the waters of the Jordan so that for all time the waters might be blessed as the means through which we have our enemy conquered and we come into union restored with the Holy Trinity as we are filled with the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus passes through those waters. The Holy Spirit descends upon him like a dove as the Holy Spirit comes and dwells in us at our baptism. And the voice of God says, this is my son, just as he does as we become heirs with him through our baptism. So Jesus passes through the waters. The very next thing that we are told that he is led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness for 40 days to fast. For 40 days to fast. What was going on during these 40 days of fasting? To better understand this, we have to understand that one of the things that our Lord is doing is He is fulfilling what Moses and the, the Hebrew people were a type of, a prefiguring of in the Old Testament. Let's remember that story for just a brief moment. We know all the things that happened, all the plagues, the angel of death that our Lord used to free His people from Pharaoh and from their slavery to him. They exit out of Egypt. And what's the first thing they do? They pass through waters. The waters of the Red Sea. The very waters. That would crush. All of Pharaoh's forces. Freeing them from slavery. And they would pass on to the other side. Then what's the first thing that happens? They're led where? Into the wilderness. And what's one of the first things that happens. When they get into the wilderness. God calls Moses to come up to Mount Sinai. Moses is on Mount Sinai for 40 days. He is in the presence of God 
enveloped in the glory of God, we're told, on Mount Sinai. And what's he doing? He is receiving from God. Then what does he do? After those 40 days, he comes down and he delivers to the people what he had received from God. Our Lord Jesus Christ passes through the waters. He goes into the wilderness for 40 days fasting. He is communing with his Father in heaven and fasting for 40 days. He is receiving everything that he needs because remember... Our Lord Jesus Christ, the Word of God, condescended to take upon Him our humanity. He was fully divine, but He was fully human. So as He's going through those 40 days, His hunger is growing from the fasting. But He is communing with His Father, receiving all things needful to bring salvation to mankind. And you know, one of the most misunderstood things about this passage is we tend to think, or a lot of people at least, tend to think that our Lord Jesus Christ is being tempted throughout the 40 days while He's fasting. That is entirely other than what the Scriptures tell us. If you heard in the Gospel reading, it says Jesus fasted for 40 days. He was communing with His Father for 40 days. It says, after that, Satan comes to tempt our Lord Jesus Christ. Satan came to Christ at a moment when he perceived Christ at great weakness. And indeed, our Lord was weak from fasting for 40 days. He comes to him at his weakest physical moment, intending to tempt him, cause him to sin and break fellowship with his father. Isn't that how he comes to us in our weakest moments? Satan comes and tempts and leads us away. But unfortunately for him, the deceiver again was deceived. For though Christ was very weak in flesh, he was very strong in spirit, having communed with the Father for those 40 days. And so Satan unleashes his temptations, and the temptations are nothing different, nothing more, nothing less than the temptations that he has always approached man with. To try to draw him away from God. Including that first temptation in the garden. Have a listen. He comes to Christ. And he says. You are famished. And indeed he was. Because when it says Christ hungered after the 40 days. That Greek word is famished. He's very hungry. You are hungry. Turn these stones into bread. What's the temptation? The temptation is. Find your sustenance. Find what you need for your life by yourself. You find it. You do this. Don't rely on God. You turn these things, stones, into bread and feed yourself. In other words, he tempts the second Adam with the same temptation that he brought to the first. See, if you just eat of that tree... You'll become like God. You don't necessarily need Him. If you eat of the tree, you'll become like God. Do something outside of God to find all of your life and all of your contentment. And this is the wave of temptations that would be brought to the Lord Jesus Christ by Satan. Find your life in something other than God. Take your life into your own hands. Throw yourself from the top of the temple. And the angels will catch you. 
Worship me, Satan says. Bow down before me, not God. Bow down before me and I will give you the kingdoms of the world. In other words, gain the world and forfeit your soul. Christ. All the same temptations with which we have come before us. But because Christ had been in communion with His Father through the 40 days of fasting, in strength and perfect, I would say perfect strength, in His Spirit, He puts down Satan time and time again. Satan, man, must not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the Father. In other words, I find all of life in the Father who is life. And he cast Satan down time and time and time again. What was Jesus doing in the 40 days? He was paving the way for his people who are filled with the Holy Spirit to journey 40 days each year in the church calendar to commune so wonderfully with God in the midst of the fasting that though we weaken in our flesh a bit, Though we have discomfort in our flesh a bit, we grow very, very strong by the shared power of God in our lives to come against Satan. We gain what the Lord offers, and that is the grace to put Satan in his place with every temptation that he brings our way. That place provided by the work of Christ by his life, death, resurrection, and ascension. For because we are sharers of the authority of God, Satan must submit to the people of God. Why? Because we are filled with God Himself. Satan has been defeated. And as the Scripture says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. When we fast, my friends, if we will not just fast, if all we do is deny ourselves food and the type of food, if that's all we do during Lent, this is not what the Lord provided for us. It's fasting with prayer, communion with God, being with Him, that we grow in the grace of God to become what we are intended to be. I want to read to you St. Leo the Great. A quote from him. He was Bishop of Rome in the mid-5th century. Listen to what he says. What can be more powerful than a fast? By its observance, we draw near to God. And withstanding the devil, we conquer our alluring sins. For fasting has ever been the nourishment of virtue. From abstinence indeed proceed pure thoughts, prudent wishes, more healthful counsels, and through voluntary suffering, the flesh dies to its lusts, and the spirit is renewed with virtue. We don't fast for 40 days in the season of Lent every year of our life in Christ just to do an act. We enter into the path that the Lord Jesus Christ wore for us. That we might go where He went. Not just through the waters of baptism. But through 40 days of fasting and communing with God. So that like our Lord Jesus Christ. We may become victors over sin. 
victors over the tempter. So may it be that we fast and pray and commune with God, as did our Lord Jesus Christ, that we might become truly what our Lord has designed us to be, overcomers. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.